the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, July 14th, show number 239. Forgot to mute that. It's all good now. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammer Down Racing Report studio. It is the Hammer Down Racing Report. Live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Tonight on the show, we're going to talk to uh, the guy up there in the top right corner of your screen, Mr. Dave Gumby Jr., fresh off his first A-Main win at uh, Fremont. Uh, true, true rookie in the class. Yeah. Um, also, Tim Wilbur will be joining us a little bit later. Owner and promoter of Butler Motor Speedway, taking over the reins of that track earlier, well, in the off-season, just before the season started. And, and so. a true rookie in racetrack ownership. So it's a rookie but, night on the Hammer Down Race. Long-time racer, but uh, yeah, yeah. R- rookie track owner. Uh, before we get to that, I want to mention Big D's Pizza Subs, Chicken, and more, and Barbecue. It's all, I think he might have changed it. I'm going to have to talk to Dean because he's got, like, a new logo. It's like yeah. Big D's uh, Pizza and Barbecue or something, or Barbecue or something. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they ha- they're having another barbecue this weekend. They had one last weekend. Uh, you can check out their menu on their Facebook page. Uh, you could also order pizza right now if you want, 419-547-1444, or order BigD'sPizza.com. They have a uh, Friday special you can get tomorrow. It's the uh, Big Nut Double Burger with fresh cut fries and a 16-ounce Pepsi product. Um, I think it was uh, 9 something, nine ninety nine. Wow. or something. Yeah. That's a killer. I, I don't know why I didn't write the price down, but yeah, uh, big on taste, not on price, though. It's uh, Big D's over there in Clyde. Also, don't forget to check out Dominator Race Products. They have that all-new Outlaw Nose Kit invented metal wheel covers. Uh, You can check them out at DominatorRaceProducts.com. You can also call them, 419-923-6970. And uh, you can also get it from... Wait, wait. All-new late model nose kit? Does that mean that mine is now obsolete? Probably. When did you get it? Oh, my gosh. When did you get it? Uh, This spring. It's hardly raced. It might still be new. Okay. It might still be I new. hope. Yeah. Call call uh call Bentley. Or Todd. They'll all they'll all help, yes. Yes, they will. Uh or you can call Ron Miller Race Cars and order it uh, from Absolutely from him as well. And and uh free delivery to Ron Miller Race Cars. Not from Ron Miller Race Cars. I got you. You have to pick it up from Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race, uh, back in action this Saturday night after taking last week off. Um, back in full swing, actually. It's the uh, birthday race weekend, 10,000 win for the uh, UMP Late Model Summer Nationals, the Summit Racing Modifieds, and Dominator Street Stocks in action. Gates will open, uh, I believe it's at 10 a.m. on Friday for people that want to put down uh, blankets uh, to save their seats for right. Saturday. Oh, is that a new class, the Dominator Street Stocks? Super Stocks. I said Super Stocks. No, you didn't. I did. In, in my head, I did. Yeah. I'm in, saying in, <laughs> Dominator Super Stocks, yes. Because we can't be on the street. Unlike, uh, we're going to have to talk about your method of transportation coming over here, too, in, in a minute. Uh, gates will open at 10 a.m. on Saturday at Oakshade for the uh, festivities, I guess. The uh, pits will be open until Four o'clock for anybody. So if you want to come out, meet some drivers, get some autographs, get some pictures, take some pictures, whatever, you can do so without having to buy a pit pass until four o'clock. So that's come pretty, early. And that's pretty cool. 
yeah, a lot of a lot of big names, big name drivers will be there for for that show. Uh, and then at four o'clock, you have to have a pit pass. And I believe uh, race time seven thirty might be a little later, depending on how many cars we get and right. how long qualifying takes. Uh, but yeah, birthday race always starts a little bit later, but it ought to be a big show there at Oakshade this weekend. Also, thanks to Ryan Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon. Freeze Frame will be at uh, Oakshade as well, selling all kinds of pictures, oh, I do believe. So. He'll have a boatload of pictures. Absolutely. Um, so, our guest tonight, people are agreeing with you, apparently I didn't say that. Uh, Dave Gumby Jr., uh, rookie in the uh, Fremont Dirt Trucks this year, and you just picked up your very first win on Saturday night. So uh, congratulations. Get right up on that microphone. I'm not even sure which one that is. There you go. Is that better? That's better. That's better. Yeah, now we can hear you. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. I'm here to tell you it was far and away the most exciting race of the night. Um, Could have been the most exciting race of the year. Um, he was racing against really the big guys in that class, the, the entire race and, uh, held them off. And, and was that Babcock in the 25? Yes, sir. Yep. That was Jeff Babcock. Uh, the seven B was, uh, Valenti. Sean Valenti. Yeah. The 11. Yeah, I saw the video of the, of the, of the 11 race. was Ben Clapp. No, that's, um, Jim Holcomb. Uh, you know, Jim Holcomb. Yeah. Um, all, all real great racers. So we were talking a little bit before we came on. This isn't technically your first ever A-Main win, but it sort of is. Right. It's my first A-Main win on the dirt. Okay. So we're not counting the asphalt wins. No. And he's got a couple of those. Yes. That's where, what were the, the two uh, asphalt wins you had? Well, I got the Cupid shootout that they only ran once. And then this year I picked up the hangover race so- from this guy over here. So, so you are undefeated at the uh, the Cupid Shootout. Yeah, and hopefully it stays that way. They may name that after you. That's what happens when you win all of them. That's right. The Dave Gumby Junior. Cupid Shootout. We'll see. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but it could. You never, you never know. Uh, so, uh, another thing we were talking before about how you like to get your hands dirty and work on, uh, you know, the vehicle you're racing. Um, and you say you're, you, this vehicle is far away from where you are, so you don't really do much of the work on it, correct? Correct. So what, uh, what was, what was, do you approve of what was done to the truck then? Yes, I, I definitely do. I talked to, um, Tim Baker. He does, he does mainly all the work on it and stuff. And he explained to me everything that he did. And I was like, we're going to try it. If I don't like it, we'll take it off. And well, you, you see the result. So you liked it is, is what you're saying. Oh yeah. Okay. So do you still feel that way that you need to get your hands dirty and in there to uh, to be competitive? Or are you good with just, just getting in and doing I saw him setting the tire pressures before he went out. Oh, okay. So, so, so he's definitely hands-on. Yeah, we're hands-on. So if we change stuff at the track, the truck owner, I'll ask him, and he'll agree with it or not, and we'll just change it. He doesn't really care what I change on the truck unless I talk to him about it first. Now, was uh, jumping from, uh, you've run a bomber super stock at Oakshade for many years, uh, among other things, but uh, was it much of an adjustment going to a dirt truck from that, or do they drive a lot different? They drive completely different. Like, our Dominator super stocks now, they're on a three-bar setup and stuff, and these are straight leaf springs, and I've never ran anything until this year on leaf springs. 
Talking about Leaf Springs, one of our one of our listeners wants to know what a Fremont dirt truck is. Uh, do you want to take that? I'll let you since you built build them. <laughs> well, I can. I just thought it'd be better coming from you, but hey, you built the truck. Okay. Um, <laughs> basically, it's a stock truck frame. Um, you are allowed to interchange engines. You can put whatever engine in whatever chassis you want, but. Uh, the uh, w- one of the uh, inflexible rules is that the front leaf spring mount has to be in the stock location, 180 inch wheelbase. Uh, like our listener there, he's uh, they're on a two barrel carburetor, uh, cast iron block and heads, um, no cubic inch limit. Uh, Burt so, transmissions are fine. It's illegal to run at Oakshade with the super stocks. Yes, unlo- but super stocks are not legal to run with the dirt trucks. Right, because right. they're not. All the They're things you just mentioned. Yes, they don't yeah. have leaf springs in the stock location. So, uh, what and, and it's a really great class. Uh, Arnold, I appreciate the question. Uh, there, there were 30 trucks there, wasn't it, Dave, last yep. week? And that was the biggest turnout so far this year. But, uh, the car counts have been good all year. There's yeah. There's been a B-Main every night. I've been lucky enough to stay out of those. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, what are uh, – Fremont's off this weekend – uh, because of the the King's Royal, so what are what, what are the dirt truck guys doing? Are any of them gonna? Well, a lot of them are down there at the King's Royal, just watching, watching, helping. Um, yeah, I know Corey's down there, McCoy. Um, there's a few other guys down there, just having a good old time. So uh, n- none of the dirt truck uh, guys are gonna be racing this weekend. No. Okay, fair enough. No, they again, as you said, they would be legal if. If they showed up at Oakshade to run with the super stocks, and they'd be on Dirt Vision this weekend, yeah, TV time. There you go. Get some. Hey, we TV got TV time, time this sponsors. week too. <laughs> did uh, Did you make it? Did you uh, see BS, BCSN? No, I didn't get to watch it yet. Okay, BCSN's back out there. Yeah, I was yeah. kind of surprised by that at, oh. at Fremont. Nice, very nice. Um. So what what adjustments? Uh, you don't have to go into specifics, but what uh, kind of adjustments uh, were made to the truck uh, to make it different from it, it, how it's been previously this year? He got a good starting spot. <laughs> yeah, that helps too. Uh, He's been coming from the back all year. Uh, yeah, it's not fun. Let me tell you. But uh, no, um, Tim Baker did some adjustments, like what they've done to their truck, which is the 4M that Jamie Miller runs. So if we put a J-bar on it, and stuff, and then he messed around with the, the front end a little bit with the geometry and springs and stuff. And stuff, I like that. It's very technical. Yeah, we're not getting all the secrets out. So, I, well, that's well, fine. You don't want to give out no. all your secrets either. Scott. No, I I understand that. Uh, and how much of that was uh, was driver? I I noticed that you were glued to the inside. You were not coming off that that bottom the entire time, even though uh, you had kept having people peek into the outside. Uh, Sometimes the outside looked a little bit faster, but uh, I mean, what, what's going through your mind? Honestly, uh, even for the heat race, we went down in turn one and it stuck. I said, okay, we're going to stay down here. Same thing in turn three. And there was just a lot of moisture down there all night. I was just watching the track. Even after the sprint cars went out, stuff, walked up to the fence, looked at the track. It, there was more moisture down at the bottom than anywhere else. And I just wasn't giving that spot up. So it was a it was a conscious decision to keep down low then. Yeah, and stay away from the tractor tires. <laughs> Unlike my teammate, I missed that. He must have uh, got up and close and personal with one of them. Uh, yeah. That he, usually doesn't end well. No, it didn't. No, 
So how distracting was that to keep seeing uh, uh, Babcock uh, coming up uh, on your right side there? Honestly, it wasn't. It was just more so I just had to keep my cool, not mess up. Don't overdrive it. And I just stayed cool in the truck. And I, I was watching him when he got next to me, seeing what he was doing and stuff. And we just ran a clean race. I saw that you went down and talked to him after the race. Uh, 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 pleasantries, I take it? Oh, yeah. It always is when we go down. When I go down there and talk to Jeff and Rolly and stuff. It looked like uh, a lot of the drivers were coming up to and congratulating you after the race. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Or even like Corey, he stopped on the front stretch and stuff. He didn't even go back to his pit. He came down, got pictures, and talked to me then, too. Nice. Now, now uh, right after the race, uh, you were pretty excited, I, I believe. Yeah. And uh, you did either a dough or a, a nut. It was half of a donut. Uh, what uh, what was what were you planning on? What would you have liked to have accomplished there in turn four? At least a complete donut, but it was first for everything. With well, those vert transmissions, they're a little tricky. Next you know, time, if you don't keep them wound up, they'll stall out if you don't. And it did. Oh, it did. did were you embarrassed? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh, darn, I just did that. Oh, well. But it didn't ruin the victory lane celebration. No, not at all. Okay. So uh, does this win get you a little more uh, motivated or confidence, uh, build more confidence toward maybe a track championship? You know, your fifth in points, 20 back? Sure, that's news to me. (laughs) I don't, I really don't care about points and stuff. You start looking at them, you start worrying about them, and stuff goes wrong. So I'm just, I don't care about them. So you're not point racing, you're just racing to win every every week. I'm just out there to have fun. And you had, have you had fun previous, before this night? Yeah, except one night, and that was it. What night was that that you didn't have fun? I think oh. that was opening night, wasn't no, it? No, that was not opening. Well, opening night was a handful when I lost power steering halfway through the race. Oh, that's right. No, uh, it was either the second or third night. We finished third and got DQ'd. Me and Jeff Babcock both got DQ'd for the same thing. And what was that? Two, our track width was too wide in the back. So do you feel that this win kind of has redeemed yourself? Yeah. You know, kind of be able to move past that now? Right, completely past it, and hopefully more to come this year. Okay. More wins or more more uh, DQs? <laughs> more wins. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify there. I wasn't too sure. Um, I think we covered all that stuff there. So uh, what's uh, where's this team going for for the rest of the year? The P fifty one team that you're driving for. We're just gonna stay at Fremont. I don't I don't wanna take it out anywhere else as great as it's been. So if I don't want to have a chance of wrecking it or somewhere. What about uh maybe after the season if uh uh Sandusky does one of their deals with the the Fremont trucks there? We'll probably take it there. That's where I actually uh ran for the guy the first time last year was for that show. So in a different truck. Yeah. Yeah, tell us tell us about how this whole deal came about uh for, for this year. So this whole deal actually started Probably two years ago, um, Tim Baker, he was he wanted to try something out, and he got a hold of Ron. Ron, yes, if he knew anybody that wanted to get in his truck for him, he's like, hey, I gave Tim your number. He called me on like a Thursday night and stuff, and we talked, and we went out to Oakshade that night with his truck. We went out there, started second in the heat race, finished there, went out for the feature, and I think we ended up 11th. And stuff. And he was impressed. If he didn't have a driver, I was going to be in it and stuff. Well, he's him and Jamie are a great team together. And then uh, it was kind of in the works. And we've talked off and on the last two years. And then end of last year, 
he got talked his uncle into letting me run it at Sandusky, and then after that, it was just here we are. <laughs> so, did you have any uh, any kind of a backup plan going into this year? It had that fallen through? No. Okay. The only thing that we would have probably done is I would have put the bomber back together and probably went down the line or somewhere just wherever we wanted to go and have fun once in a while. You haven't been uh, racing on a regular basis up until this year. I mean, there was a yeah, couple years. Miss. Yeah, my last full year was 2017. It's been that long. Yeah. Other than that, I've just been jumping in other people's cars for the last few years. It's having a good old time. You have more fun jumping in other people's cars than your own? It depends. <laughs> <laughs> or is that more stressful? Yeah. It can be more stressful because you're not, you don't want to tear up their own equipment and everything else. But it's like my stuff. I, it's like okay, I know what I got to do. If I do it, I, I don't feel as bad and stuff. Where if you tear somebody else's stuff up, you're like, oh shit. So do you drive differently then if it's uh, your stuff versus somebody else's? Nope. No. Okay. No. Good answer. <laughs> as long as it stays clean, that's all that matters. Just just so that some of our listeners know, it it seems like you and I have a connection why don't you explain what that might be <laughs> yeah um ron's actually my wife's grand or no oh, wow my wife's, <laughs> Your wife's granddaughter yeah my wife's grandfather wow my wife's grandfather actually that got weird hey so he's my grandson-in-law there you go and he's a damned fine racer and you built the truck well yeah that uh that he runs how many of the the dirt trucks out there uh, are ron miller race car trucks you're gonna change the name to ron miller race Vehicles. Trucks? No, no. Four of them. Mine, Corey's, Chester's, and Jamie's. Right. Or Timmy's. Well, and half of RJ's. Half of, half of RJ's, the eight yeah. truck. And how many of them have wins this year? Two. Okay. I think Jamie has won three, and you won one. Yep. Out of six races? I think so. Yeah, because Jamie's won three, I've won one, and Valenny's won two. Okay. When did you start? Uh, when did you get it into uh, building race trucks? Uh, I can't remember the year, but uh, has, it, has it been recently, or have you been yeah, doing it? Okay, yeah. well, that's I... uh, years ago, uh, Oakshade was trying to start a truck division, and and I, I built a handful of trucks there. But uh, the, the Fremont trucks, Corey McCoy had a truck, and we made some very significant changes to it, and then. Uh, uh, Mark Kackenmeister wanted me to And that to was when uh, everyone was accusing him of being a cheater, right? Yeah. And when I say everybody, I mean, I guess yeah. some people. Yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, now the 911 truck that Corey McCoy drove for uh, Mark Kackenmeister, we built that one from the ground up. And, and that that one received a fair amount of criticism. That was the cheater truck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They never found the cheating stuff on the other truck. Hey. Yet. Oh, no. Open it up again. Um, so, uh, Mr. Gumby, uh, before we, we started the show here tonight, I hear this. I, I don't even know how it, it sounded like a uh, weed whacker, lawnmower, high-pitched thing. And I look out the window, and I see you rolling up in uh, your, your go-kart. Yeah. That, that's how you arrived at the studio tonight. Well, might as well. You're only a few minutes away. Okay. No main roads. Just straight back roads. But there's speed and bumps. is that the one with the new engine? So no, that one doesn't come out. Okay, I was going to say technically, maybe you were just breaking the engine in. No, no, I think I think the little one would beat me up if I took her cart. So we better get done before it gets dark because I don't think you have headlights on that thing. I'd be fine. It'll fit in my trunk. 
Who, Gumby or the go-kart? Absolutely. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so you, another thing, you have a go-kart track in your backyard, and you have races there. Yep. Um, that's It's not like a Palmyra thing. It's This is more of a just kind of a for fun thing every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, you got an event. I know that you're the wrong person to talk to because yeah. you're not organizing it, but you want to mention anything about that? Uh, yeah, here... What is it? August 20th. It's a Saturday night that us Fremont truck guys are actually off racing. Uh, Corey's been bugging me pretty much since the last race that we had at the house. Wanting to put it together a Saturday night show since I put lights up and stuff. And, well, we're finally starting to organize it. It's $500 to win. It's free entry. Hopefully have a good time. Do your neighbors love you? Yeah, they actually don't mind it, actually. Really? Well, I understand at least one neighbor that probably wouldn't mind. Yeah, a uh, neighbor across the street, he, he'll he come over, and a uh, neighbor two down, they'll sit there and watch from their backyard and watch all of us. Very nice. So, uh, people need to contact Corey if uh, they want more information on that. Corey McCoy? Yeah, I can answer some of the questions, but if you want to know rules and stuff, Corey's a better one to get a hold of about that. All right. So, uh, how many more wins uh, do you think you have before the end of the year? I don't know. Hopefully, a few more. <laughs> Can't win them okay. all. But so you're not it, you're not satisfied for, with just getting one. Then. No, you're never satisfied with one. I would be right now. Hey, yeah, we were going to talk about that. You're you're pretty close to due. You've been running mm-hmm. really well. Well, like I said, I'd be happy with one. Give me one, and if I never win again, I <laughs> I'll die happy. Uh, I don't know about that. Your uh, your dad wants to know who put the lights up. I have a feeling it was probably him. Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and he, he's got a lot uh, of involvement up there at Palmyra, doesn't he? Yeah, he's the scorekeeper, and he does a lot of the maintenance and stuff for them or build stuff for them all the time. Is he going to get back in a race car? Yeah, actually he is. He's Probably working something. on something. Okay. Are you allowed to let the cat out of the bag on any of that? Uh, or no? If he wants to, I'll let him comment and say what, he want, what he's putting <laughs> together. All right, fair enough. Well, uh, congratulations again on the win, and um, good luck uh, on the championship that you don't care about. Now, if you if you do happen to win the championship, I mean that that would be a big deal to you. Oh, it would be. It, it'd be definitely a shock more than anything. As long as we, I guess, in that case, as long as we keep on running the way we are, we'll be there. When it's, time. It's, it's a tight race. I mean, there's a lot of right. It's a lot of uh, drivers right up there within. 20 points of the top five all separated within 20 points of each other. And virtually everybody's going to have a bad night. Yeah. And everybody's got a shot to win it too. Right. They could all have a bad night. Each one have a one bad night and still would be close. So when's uh when's the championship night out there? Oh, you know, I know you're not paying attention to the championship. I want to say it's the first weekend in October or the last weekend in September. Is we run so they go through yeah because we run two races in October, the first one I believe might be championship night. Then the second night we run a Friday night for the Jim Ford Classic, which is a two day show, and we just run on Friday, and that's just pretty much a fun show. Gotcha. Did you uh, did you get to run Attica? No. Would you like to run Attica? Yes and no. I've ran there before. Cool track facility and stuff. In the, in the dirt truck? No, I actually ran there in a dirt modified. Last year they had um, the Summer Nationals there. Okay. But we'll he's, see. He's driven a little bit of everything. I guess. What haven't you driven? Sprint cars. 
And now if uh, and his wife says no, she I, doesn't say no. I just they just don't entertain me that much. They feel like jumping in one. Now, if so somebody, if somebody came to you and said, "Hey, I got a sprint car. I need I need a driver." Uh, Brian Smith, uh, I, I got to right. play. I, I got to play in my trailer. I, I don't have time to run my sprint car tonight. Can you run it? What would you say? I'd probably have to take him up on it, just to <laughs> say I did it. Okay, but did you see that he used up a race car last week? Uh, I did see something. Brian yes. Smith, boy, he did. Yeah, saw them working on it. Dave uh, Kemmer says Fremont Championship night is October first. Well, there you go. Right. Well, you got to. That keep means the- that the Jim Ford. Would be six days after that. Following weekend. Cool. All right. Well, how about we uh, go through a a little bit of uh, results from last week, and then we'll give uh, Tim Wilbur a call, the owner, the other rookie. Right. The rookie promoter and uh, owner of Butler Motor Speedway. They have a summer national show coming up a week from tonight and uh, midseason championships, I believe, uh, on Saturday. Right. Would would you – Maybe down the road after you're done racing, would you want to be a, a track owner, promoter? Well, technically, I guess you kind of are already, aren't you? Not really. I, I wouldn't want to. Okay. You've already had enough of it your, in your, your back Your go-kart track's enough. <laughs> go-kart track's enough. It's just, there's just way too much the time and effort you got to put into those things. It's more than a race car. Well, just wait until you get concessions and... Help. Yeah. Yeah, help. Help's hard to find these days. Uh, Attica Raceway Park, Friday night, Tanner Thorson uh, was the winner in the 410 sprints. Paul Weaver picked up a 305 sprint win. And Ryan Markham was the winner in the late models. I believe that was uh, Oakshade Attica late model show. I think it was. Uh, Tuesday night, the Brad Doty Classic. And uh, guess who? Kyle Larson picked up the Surprise. win there. That was actually a pretty exciting race. It was. Um, came down uh, to the last few laps there. He was kind of getting held up in uh, in some of the lap traffic, but uh, managed to hang on and win. Uh, his second win of the season at Attica, he picked up the win, I think it was Memorial Day weekend, and uh, uh, I believe his second uh, Doty win as well. Right. So congratulations to him. We, a lot of Kyle Larson news tonight we'll, we'll talk about here in a little bit. Lima Land was off uh, on Friday as well as Oakshade, but something we forgot to mention the previous week at Oakshade, we didn't talk anything about the Nick Loy's uh, Fix and Fab hot dog race. Totally forgot about that oh, last week. Oh, we did. Yeah, which happened uh, July 2nd. Right. And we didn't mention the winner. It was Haley Dittman. She ended up winning that. Uh, it, was, it was pretty close right up until after, I mean, they both finished their drinks and their hot dogs about the same time. It all came down to getting into the car. And buckling and up. And buckling up. And it seemed like uh, the difference was Haley got into the car first and then put her helmet on, whereas Chris Blykamp put his helmet on first and then climbed in the car and was having trouble with the belts. And it's hard to see yep. you know, when you got your helmet on there. And I think I'd heard from, uh, from John Young that he walked back over there uh, and talked to him because he had to give his gloves back uh, that uh, he may have blown his motor too during that. I, so, I think I heard that. Yeah. So tough deal for. Fortunately, he had a week off and uh, I'm sure he'll be there Saturday. Let's put a bandaid on it. It'll be fine. So we may do another hot dog race again. But uh, it's not all about the motor. It's more about the strapping in, I think. That's, That's probably the biggest, uh, the biggest part there. So, again, c- congratulations to Haley Dittman picking up the very first hot dog race win at... Yeah, it seems like it's not a matter of how fast you go. It's how quick you get in and out of the car. And, and they were pretty even getting out. And pretty, qu- pretty, pretty even, even with, with, the, with, with the, the hot dog, dog and the drinking, yeah. yeah. 
it's, yeah, it was all about getting back in the car. So, uh, Fremont Speedway, Cole Macedo picked up the win in the 410 sprints. Paul Weaver made it uh, two, uh, two wins in two consecutive nights there in 305s. And that guy over there, Dave Gumby Jr., picking up that uh, dirt truck feature win. And, again, like you said, it was a very exciting race. And like I only saw the video of it, but it was if, battling uh, all the way. I mean, pretty if, much in t- every lap you had uh, two or three guys, you know. If one of our listeners wants to see it, uh, it's on the Ron Miller Facebook page, the Dave Gumby Jr. Facebook page, and Dirt Track Walker is his oh, yeah, is the right. uh, is the YouTube page, and he's got a boatload of videos. He's got there. all kinds of videos. He's got yep. some oak shade races. He's got yep. asphalt races. Go to uh, Dirt Track Walker and uh, make sure you you follow him. Sandusky Speedway was in action uh, two nights. The makeup Renegade Rumble from uh, the previous Friday they got rained out. Uh, they ran that uh, last Friday. Dylan Watson picked up the win there. Clay Lusk. Uh, was the winner in the beginner stocks, and Bobby Justice picked up the uh, pure stock or North Coast stock series, whichever. I think those are interchangeable yeah. terms at this point. Uh, Saturday night, Clayton Oliver picked up another renegade win. Clay Lusk, again, beginner stock winner, and Bobby Justice, uh, again, with the uh, North Coast stock series win at Sandusky. Flat Rock Speedway, it was Eric Lee who uh, picked up the win over uh well chris benson who was uh, originally supposed to be our guest had some issues uh last night with some personnel i guess and ended up having to work late tonight so he was unable to be our guest he was uh, originally scheduled to be on the show we'll get him on uh sometime in the future here he finished fourth kyle worley uh ended up winning the late model sportsman jeremy vanderhoof was the street stock a main i almost said super stock uh trevor farmer was the street stock b main winner and uh, our guest uh, next week bill early Picked up the uh, figure eight win. Um, so looking forward to that, too. My Pillar Motor Speedway last uh, Saturday night. Derek Losh won the Modifieds. David Fritz was a super stock winner. Andrew Short uh, picked up the win in the uh, street stocks. Brandon Rose was the winner in the Hornets. Last night, they had a summer national show. Rain delayed for quite a while. Uh, but uh, Bobby Pierce picked up yet another win. He continues to lead the points, as well as Nick Hoffman. Uh, also picking up a win last night in the Modifieds. So Pierce leading the late models, uh, Summer National points, and Nick Hoffman uh, in the Modifieds. Who was fourth in the late model? I believe it was Devin Shields. Devin Shields, yeah. yeah. I saw a picture. I said the track, uh, he, he thanked, uh, thanked he, he was happy he had tear-offs. A lot of them. Yeah, his car was pretty much unreckoned. It was just covered in mud just because of the. Amazingly, he's sponsored by a car wash. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You'll need it. Uh, I'm sure we'll see him Saturday as well. Uh, Eldora Speedway uh, was in action, of course, uh, getting started with the Kings Royal weekend. Historical big one tonight. It was Joker's Wild last night for the World of Outlaws. 10,000 to win. David Gravel picking up the win. Uh, Lucas Oil Dirt, or Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series uh, last Thursday night. Chris Madden picked up the go for uh, 50 preliminary uh, win at Deer Creek Speedway in Minnesota. Friday, it was Jonathan Davenport in uh, the other Gopher 50 preliminary. And then Saturday, Brandon Overton picked up the uh, Gopher 50 main event, $50,000. Nice payday. A little bit, yeah. Um, pretty much uh, mentioned all the World of Outlaw sprint car shows already, but uh, going back to last Friday, the 34 Raceway was postponed due to rain. Carson Macedo picked up the win at uh, Wilmot Raceway. 
uh, in Wisconsin. Then we mentioned uh, Kyle Larson, winner Tuesday, the Brad Doty, and David Gravel last night at Eldora. Tezos uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions, Friday night, Parker Price Miller picked up the win in Ransomville, New York. Uh, Saturday was Hunter Schoenberg at, Schoenberg at uh, Stateline Speedway, also in New York. Uh, All-Stars off for the uh, Kings Royal this weekend as well. Arkham Menard Series Friday night at uh, Mid-Ohio in the Dawn 150. Taylor Gray picking up the win there. Also Saturday night, Bobby Labonte picked up the win at uh, the Nashville Fairgrounds. That was his first SRX Series win. Congratulations to him. Uh, NASCAR action this past weekend. Cup Series, uh, Chase Elliott won the Quaker State 300 presented by Walmart at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And uh, Ross Chastain once again took out Denny Hamlin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's going to be some issues there. Uh, Xfinity race uh, on Saturday, Austin Hill won the Allsco uh, Uniforms 250 at Atlanta. And then uh, Friday or Saturday afternoon, it was uh, Parker Kligerman picking up the O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 win at Mid-Ohio. And uh, summer national results uh, from uh, earlier. Last Thursday, Macon Speedway was rained out. Last Friday, Farmer City was postponed. That's going to be made up tomorrow night now. Uh, Saturday night, Tanner English picked up the win at Highland Speedway. Uh, Sunday, it was uh, Bobby Pierce at Tri-State in Indiana picking up the win. And then, oh, that the the show that they're picking up, uh, was the original I-96 date, wasn't it? Correct, yes. Okay. Originally scheduled for I-96, but okay. since I-96 dropped that date, right. okay. we're now making that up uh, on Friday night. So Pretty convenient. Going back to Illinois and then coming back to Ohio on Saturday. And we'll go through uh, uh, the dates coming up for the uh, UMP Summer Nationals, which includes uh, Butler Motor Speedway. And uh, our next guest, who will be giving a call here in just a moment, Tim Wilbur. Maybe talk some racing with him as well. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs. From action shots to victory lane, they have all your favorite drivers. They also do special photo shoots by appointment. Uh, so if you want to rent a, I don't know, can you rent a, a bikini model? Is that proper? I don't to know. To put on your car? You, you can hire. Hire. I think hire is a better terminology there. Hire a bikini model, put them on your car, call up Charlie, get some photos, make a calendar. They can do calendars. Yeah, yeah. Freeze Frame Photos does calendars, so there you go. You could get one for your get uh, your dirt truck. Your wife won't mind, right? Well, the, the dirt truck guys got their own calendars. Oh. There's, I'll let you look at it one day. <laughs> it's interesting. I'm not sure I want to go there, but uh, give, give Charlie a call. Didn't, didn't Corey McCoy model for one of them? Yeah. Oh, dear yeah. Lord. I definitely don't oh, want to yeah. see that. Uh, oh, yeah. TMI. Uh Find them on Facebook, Freeze Frame Photos Online uh, is their username on Facebook. You can see all the cool uh, things that they uh, have that they can put your photos on. Uh, And also, they'll be out at Oakshade, I'm sure, on Saturday with uh, a big collection of Victory Lane and Racing Action photos. Remiller Race Cars, give him a call as well, 734-856-7223 for race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, fuel pumps. Yeah. Fuel pump fittings. I, I still owe you for those, too. Ooh. Yeah. Don't let me forget that. Retirement City. Yeah. I had to do a little uh, fuel pump work there, thanks to uh, Ron Miller Race Cars for helping me out with that. So how many times did I call you? Ron, it's still leaking. No, it's not. Ron, it doesn't fit. It's on the frame. Put a couple of washers under the motor mount. You'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, yeah. So there you and? go. And um, what else was there? Oh, uh, I turned it in, threaded it more. Yeah. 
thread the fitting in more. Just tighten so the fitting the, up. Yeah, yeah, the leak will it. go away. That's Ron Miller Race Car, 734-856-7223. Parts and advice. And he'll make you feel like an idiot if you deserve it. Only if you deserve That's it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, before we get to our racing news, how about we give uh, Tim a call here? Get him on the phone. Again, uh, Tim Wilbur taking over uh, Butler Motor Speedway. When was that? When Was that March that that was announced? I think so. Because I know we had him on for, for just a moment. But, uh, uh, yeah, Tim Wilbur, you may remember racing. You talk about his racing career. Well, I dial him up. Talk about his racing career. Yeah, what did he do? What did, what uh, all did he race in? Uh, he raced a little bit of everything: modifieds, late models. So he's oh. like a, a Dave Gumby. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Hello, Tim Wilbur. Hey, how we doing? Hey, doing good. It's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, Dave Gumby Jr. in the studio with us. Uh, you're live on the air. Uh, we're gonna talk some uh, some racing and some Butler Motor Speedway. Okay. Uh, but actually, we were just uh, discussing uh, your before we get to Butler uh, your your racing career. Uh, Ron says that you've driven just about everything. Is this true? I think I've drove about. I've raced about everything but a sprint car. Well, he is Dave Gumby Junior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go karts. Yep. Um, you know, I I never really raced one when I was younger. My dad, we had one around the house, and I think I won every race I was in because it was only against me. But obviously turned several laps at home on a little track when I was a kid on a go-kart. So what possessed you to uh, want to own and run a racetrack? You know, I don't know if I got an exact answer. I just think some reason, um, I don't know if it's the businessman in me or what, you know, of owning a car a lot and thinking, man, I'd like to own this place, but I think for I say for 15 years or so, I've always kind of thought it'd be cool. One time I've talked to Donaldson about it years ago, um, and it did nothing really transpired from it and went back racing. And um, I don't really know. I just, um, I guess probably growing up. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, it seemed like a good idea. It's four miles from my house. It's in my backyard. Well, so is Gumby's racetrack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) His is literally in his backyard. Yeah. So, uh, yep. so are you done racing then? Do you do, you do any racing anymore? Or are you just fi- strictly no. focused on, uh, on promoting uh, Butler Motor Speedway? Yep, just promoting. I, I have no intentions of getting in the car all summer. Uh, both of my seats from the two cars that I sold last year, that's all I've got are two seats, a suit, and a helmet. But, uh, you know, if, if that's something way happens too, this that's, fall. When, Tim, that's just way too much for a guy that doesn't intend to go racing. You know as well I, I as I do. Tim, if you've got a rod end <laughs> left over, you're going to build a damn race car around it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, if something happens this fall, maybe or something in somebody's, but man, I don't right now, everyone asks me that about every week, about four people are like, man, do you miss it? I'm like, you know, I'm busy enough over here working every night or doing something all day long for the track. And, you know, on the weekends, I, I really don't even think about racing. Um, I guess that is I guess the only thing I really think about is, okay, what do I got to do to track today? What do I got to do to try to make it better for the next step? You know, and that's, that's the biggest thing right now is just trying to make it better for the next step. So you're, you're at the track right now, right? Oh yeah. Yep. I, I kept looking at my phone. I knew you were calling. I was like, okay, I got to find where there's a couple bars because you don't get too much <laughs> signal out here. Well, well you're sounding good. So that, that's good. Don't move from wherever you're at. Yep. How, nope, I'm sitting still. So are you at, are you working out, out at the track uh, how many days a week? 
Well, I give my wife one night a week we go for dinner, but that doesn't mean I don't show up here in the afternoon and then come home and meet her. But, um, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much for sure here six days a week. I mean, last night was her night for dinner, and I was still here working yesterday afternoon. I left the car lot a little early to come here to do a few things before we went out. So, I mean, it's if I had to say my average, it's, it's six or seven. What are you doing on, on a weekly basis out there? Are you – you taking yeah. care of the track? Are you taking care of paperwork? I mean, what, what is it you're doing as, a, as an owner and promoter? Well, I really don't get to do the paperwork. I tell my wife, I'm on the fence towards the infield. She gets the fence out. So the paperwork's all on her. But, uh, you know, there's just so many things, I guess. If you, you know, you can come over here one night and prep all of the equipment of greasing and fueling and, you know, just everything for, okay, when you get ready to start working the track, you know. I mean, that, that'll take one or two nights right there. Um, we stay here Saturday night and usually Sunday morning, first thing, you know, I'm out there watering the track and if I can turn it up or whatever, to start getting some other nature going at it. Um, I try to get out of here Sundays, 12 o'clock, which my wife's pretty much figured out it's one or two o'clock. So there's, there's something here to do every day. So, so you spend, you spend a lot of your time, uh, on track prep, right? Yep. Yep. You should listen to our show last week. We spoke to uh, Robert Platfoot, uh, who's the facilities manager down at uh, Eldora Speedway. It was a very interesting conversation with him uh, as far as everything that goes into track, prep, prepping track, a, a track, dirt track. Right. And the amount of water that he says that he dumps on that track is astounding. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's, I don't know where it goes sometimes. You know, <laughs> you're like, man, just when you think you're ahead of the game or here a few weeks ago, it was probably the best Friday we had. It was overcast all day. I worked the track all day, got it graded. I was feeling confident, and my wife sends me a text. She works about a half hour from here, and it was raining. I'm like, perfect, a little bit of free Mother Nature. That's perfect. Yeah, I think we got about three inches of rain, and that wasn't pretty. I was like, that's not, that's not what I was looking for. A little too much, you know. Yeah, yep. So uh, so you've been running the track for uh, about half a season now. Is it uh, everything that uh, you thought it'd be? I think so. Yeah. Um, yep. I think so. I mean, I'm very pleased with it. You know, I, it's, it's different to be on the other side. I catch myself like both sides of the fence that when the hot laps come or however, or when you go out and put some water down in between races, you're like, okay, you can't put too much water down. Cause I remember I used to be that guy in the seat, like, what are we doing putting this much water down? Or, you know, that's, that's kind of my biggest fear of you got to be on your toes of doing the correct of, how much water do you put down? Then you make a lap around. And you're like, Oh yeah, I screwed up. That's way too much water. Well, have fun wheel packing, you know, <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's kind of like I told the boys in the driver's meeting last week. Um, and I think for the most part, the drivers are all doing good. We've had a couple rule changes first couple weeks. That was tough. Now it all makes sense. Um, but it's kind of like I told them last week, like, you know, we're, we're not jogging a marathon yet. Like I feel as employees of Butler, like we are still crawling, like, I'm ready to, you know, I, I hope to be at the end of the summer that we're walking, you know, not in one year. Can we go from crawling to running a marathon? You know, it's just those little steps that I want to get to. I don't want to think that I'm up here and we're not, you know, we're, we're all, everybody's still green. That's doing it. You know, we're all figuring each other out what's going on, what's good, what's bad. You know, that's, that's kind of the biggest chore right there of figuring all that out because it's, uh, I, it's, I've never done that. You know, I just come and I throw a helmet on and go racing. I've never had to sit on the other side of the fence and, well, so what's going on here? Like, what are you guys doing on the radio? Like, oh, this is all green to me, you know? So it's, <laughs> it's all new to me. 
One of your uh, one of your fans has nothing but great things to say about uh, the condition of the racetrack, uh, the the fact that uh, attendance has been up from what they remember, uh, and that the racing has been wonderful. Yeah, we we really have, and I always say that's probably a big accomplishment. It's or achievement when you go home at the end of the night when you're racing you're like even if you didn't win you're like you know what we had a good car we could have won this or that you know more sometimes when i was younger i think all i wanted to do was win every race um if you had to peel the whole passenger side off to win you won and then later in your career you're like you know i think we had the best car we might have only got third but we had the best car now kind of at the end of the night i'm like you know the sprint car and street stock feature was phenomenal they ran side by side or whatever you're like that means more to me than i mean i, I don't really care who wins the race anymore um you know that that's that's what i look at more here a few weeks ago i think josh turner was running the top of winning two and jason blonde was on the bottom i'm like yeah that, that that's a big that's a good feeling in your heart right there when they're not just making laps around the middle that i think we've done for a long time here at butler so yeah i, I think uh the, the fan that wrote that, J-Lo Fostori, I don't know if that means anything to you, but uh, mm-hmm. you probably owe him a free pet pass. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> so if, yeah. If, if you had to give yourself a, a grade uh, so far the first half of the season for, for running the track, what would you uh, grade yourself? Um, oh, man. I always hated that question when uh, my compare teacher used yeah. to try and do that to Compare me. it to previous years. There you go. Um, I think we're a B minus. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, like I say, I, I, I feel definitely we have room to grow. We have spots to get better, spots to get worse. Um, you know, it's just equipment. You know, that's probably the biggest thing is the equipment. You know, um, we had the track good one night. I go to the driver's meeting. I come back. I jump in the water truck. Something don't sound right. We break a rocker arm. So, you know, we, we, we have two water trucks and one's pretty much a helper for Friday night. So when you just broke your only water truck and it's six o'clock, you're like, now what am I going to do? You know, and luckily we attempted a hot lap the way it was. Um, a guy that works at Anderson's 10 minutes from us goes to my wife and says, Hey, we got a truck at the shop. I can have it here in 10 minutes to put water down. You know? So, I mean, it's just, it's, that's, that's a good part of all the community support that, you know, hey, I can have a water truck here, like I say, 10, 15 minutes, and it was done. We got through the night. Um, just a lot of little things like that that is nice. You know, if a transmission went out of the service truck this week and Doc's transmission is out of Homer, boom, I get in the truck Monday, and the truck is at Butler Speedway today with a working transmission. You know, there's just there's so many things like that that, you know, the week that the rocker arm broke and we took that to Flint and Litchfield, and we pick a water truck up. I think it was Wednesday, Thursday. You know, just that, that that's probably a good feeling in your heart that the community, you know. It's um, supporting sometimes you. Sometimes I, yeah, some, sometimes I feel like the community almost gives more than I do, which I don't think is true. But, you know, they're, 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 all of them are very, boom, like, what can we do to help you? They're there to do it, and that's nice. That's awesome. Any, uh, any other uh, unforeseen hiccups or surprises uh, that you've encountered this first half of the season? Um, we've struggled with an infield. The infield drain's been an issue for about the last month. Um, and I've got super lucky there that a buddy of mine, Brad Blonde, here three weeks ago. I, well, I'm going to probably go back maybe a month ago. I called Rick Sword out with a septic 
business, and he came and helped me pump water out of the infield. So we got done on Thursday night, and then like a week or two later, we got hammered, and the drain, we thought we had it maybe working in the infield, and I don't even know. All I know is he brought his irrigation pump over that he says pumps 1,000 gallons a minute, and we pumped for three hours. And it was just, I mean, That's the infield was, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of gallons. Yeah. I mean, we, we had two, two-ish feet of water, you know, and it's just the last two weeks, that's what's bit us. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I think what night it was, maybe Thursday or Wednesday and or Friday. It was a Friday night. Um, and then last week, we got rain middle of the week, and he came Thursday night, and we pumped water till 1 in the morning, you know. And um, just yesterday, the, the drain guy came to fix the drain, and as he brought his mini excavator here, it started pouring, and the infield instantly had four or five inches of water. So, well, last night after dinner with the wife, you come over with a trash pump, you pump water out of the infield, and the guy fixed it all today. And I'm like, man, I just, I'm tired of pumping water. So, how are things uh, things looking for uh, this weekend's midseason championships? I think we're looking good. Um, we're working, like I say, we're working the track now. I think track will be good. Um, kind of ready. I, I, I'm ready to get this weekend over and start prepping the track for next Thursday. Um, I kind of say that's my. I think I might go to work Monday and think I'm calling in the rest of the week and, you know, just try to put everything we've got towards the track. Um, you know, just try to have everything the best we can for Thursday when the late models and mods come. Now that it, that's the, uh, of course, the summer nationals date a week from, uh, tonight. Is that, uh, yeah. would you consider that, uh, your biggest event of the season out there? I would definitely say that. Yeah. I would probably say that's going to be our big event. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. That'd be our big event. Okay. So, what are the what's the details uh, on that show for for folks planning to to go to it? Yep. So, um, hot laps, and I'm not 100 percent on their procedure of the hot lap qualifying gig. Um, that is going to start at six o'clock. Racing's going to start at eight o'clock on Thursday, um, half hour later than normal. Um, gates will open. I think gates open at three for the pits, four o'clock for the grandstands. So. Um, yeah, I've, I, you know, in the last two years with racing, I've always looked forward to that. Forward to that. I think a lot of people around this area look forward to that just for the one time a year the late models get to come here. Pit and grandstand prices? See, now, Ron, you're going to stop me. That's the wrong side of the fence. Remember now? It's my job, too. You, Ron, I, I know. I'm on the other side of the fence. Um, yep, I'm going to have to phone a friend on that one. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that'll be uh, posted on the website. It is, yeah. I think it's posted on our website, yeah. And that's uh, or our Facebook page, yes. That is, I think my daughter, I'm pretty sure, posted it the other day on our Facebook page. Okay, so make sure to check out Butler Motor Speedway on Facebook uh, for that. Any uh, any big plans you foresee uh, for the future of Butler Motor Speedway? Uh, like looking ahead to uh, maybe next year? Any uh, any big ideas that you might have? You know, I don't really think so. I think, like I say, it's just those small steps. Um, I'd like to get some dirt in to help the surface a little bit, which obviously hopefully these fuel prices go down a little bit. But um, like I say, if we can just keep making the baby steps, um, I mean, that's, I guess that's just kind of the biggest thing is the baby steps. We've probably got some more bleacher boards to do again this this winter. Um, you know, but just, just keep doing the baby steps and maybe fixing some of the bad stuff that we have around here just for it easier during the week to come over here and be ready to go. Tim, any thoughts of a dealer's choice type race uh, late in this season or 
maybe next season? Um, I, I, I can guarantee you this season, no. Um, but, you know, I think definitely it's something to look at in the future because I think a lot of people want to do it. And, um, you know, it's a, I don't want to say it's a big risk. You know, it's always, I've always said that, like, it's tough when they stretch it out for three days. Like, sometimes I feel like you almost got to do, like, individual shows sometimes just because it's always that weather factor. But um, definitely we have the grounds here for it of the large parking lot and all that. So, you know, something definitely in the future that would be good to do. I, I know the fan support would be huge for that. Ron, right, yep. Ron yeah, would like to see yep. it. Yep. Ron might come back, you're saying? <laughs> As a, he, he would Absolutely. like to see that, yeah. He's a big fan of yeah. that. Well, I was trying to figure out if Ron's coming next week, if he's coming Thursday, the late model show, or Saturday for the old time. Hey, I, I, I hear he's got his motor back. Uh, I should have oh. it back tomorrow. Okay. No, wait, yep, Saturday so. for what? Thursday. No, no, no. Thursday. Is, oh, is, the is, next, is, um, next Saturday, the 23rd is our old-timers night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so. oh Tim, Tim, Tim. <laughs> I thought that one clipped fast because I didn't get nothing back. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I missed that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I squeezed that one in quickly. <laughs> Last week on the show, we talked to Jeff Dice of uh, I-96, who's uh, kind of stopped running on a weekly basis. Uh, he cited the expense of uh, putting on uh, weekly shows. Is that something that uh, you've run into, having uh, issues being able to afford to put on a, a weekly show? And if not, how are you, you know, meeting the, uh, you know, the demands of, of the prices? You know, we just, and in, in what's happening to Jeff is probably my biggest fear when you buy it because I mean you don't have no clientele I mean you think you've got clientele but you know when, once you buy it you're like well you know boom we had 25 mods all last year you got 25 mods this year well that don't mean that once once you change your name on the, the business card some people might leave because it's you and they might come because it's you but uh, we've been really fortunate all year that if I had to throw an average out with our four classes um, we're close to I mean we're above or below that 80 number so, I mean, we've been fortunate that we've, we've drew the cars. We've had a good um, fan all year. Um, I, I tell a lot of people that, that probably my biggest concern is, is in two or three or five years that, okay, like I think we have two or 300 people in the stands at night that come because of the improvements and let's see what Wilbur's done. And like, okay, so are these people going to come for the rest of my career here or are they going to fade away? You know, that's, that's a tough part, but, uh, yeah, we're just that. It's just tough. I mean, I've been I've been fortunate that you lose three street talks this week. I see him on Facebook. Oh, I've got to work. I can't come. You know, and you're like, okay, well, there's one guy gone, and then all of a sudden this car pops up from nowhere. And then the next, you know, so next week they switch roles. Um, so we've been fortunate that we've been at that 80 car number. I think a couple of nights we were super close to 100. I think the first night we was maybe 107 cars. Nice. So we've uh, we, we've had a great car count all year, and that's I guess I haven't thought about it a ton, but when you start getting down to 10, 12 cars, you know, definitely I'd be a little nervous. And yeah. it's just in today's world, um, I've said this in the last couple of years, I think you can pay somebody, if you pay somebody 1500 to win, you can pay them 2500 or 4500 and sometimes I feel like you get the same cars. Exactly. So you know, it's, it, just, it's, just, it's just the fuel, it's tough to do. Um, you know, it's even like modifies last week with not having the sprint cars on 4th of July. Um, you know, we almost doubled first place and I'm not sure if we picked up one car. Wow. 
So is it is it the, car, the car count and the pit passes? Is that uh, where you make uh, the majority of uh, the money that's going to go into the purse or to cover the purse? Is that where the money is, or is it is it an equal split between you know the the, the pits and the grandstands? Yeah, I say it's an equal split just for the simple fact. Um, if you come to Butler this week and we had all four classes, let's say, say we had 45 cars and you go home let down, well, we might have the best stands this week, but there's only 45 cars for four classes total, and they're like, yeah, we're not going back next week. So now all of a sudden your fans are gone next week and your cars are still down, you know, so that's, that's probably the toughest part. You know, so I, I think it takes, it takes A and B to get to C. Gotcha. That makes sense. I like that. Scott was mm-hmm. Scott was wondering if his Dominator Super Stock would be legal uh, at, at your track. Now, are, now are you running your stock car class next Thursday? We are not. We're just running mods and oh, okay, late models. Oh, but that, tell him if he does a little bit of work on that, he could probably take the nose off, narrow it up, and make it a mod. Because <laughs> that's probably what it is anyway. I, I'm sure he was thinking about maybe doing a best of hammer down and bringing his is super stock up there next Thursday. Is that what I was? Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. I was thinking that. Oh, you were. Wow. You just didn't realize. You know, that's probably, that's probably the number one question I get every time Oakshade rains out. Can we bring our super stock up? So, so we don't, um, have, what's, no. we don't have a defended, definitive answer there or, or is it, uh, I, I, I was looking at the street stock rules. I don't think, uh, I don't think we fit. Cause I think you gotta have a, full, I don't think, full, yeah, full, full, you gotta full, have full, full frame. Yeah, yeah. Stock. Stock we're in four bars. Yeah, so that's a that's an unfortunate no. Maybe you'd yeah. pick up not some a, not a modified with the body. Maybe you'd pick up some cars on Friday if you made your rules the same as some other tracks. Just say on Saturday. <laughs> See, and you, you mean on Saturday? Saturday? It's a yeah. Saturday night track. Yeah. Right. Right. So, you, you, yeah. you did. The only th- you, you, you do Go things ahead. in uh, conjunction, or did, I should say, with uh, I-96 and the stocks uh, up yep. there, right? Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. And pretty much, really, um, I don't want to say Oakshade's on their own, on their stocks, they're on their own rule book, but, you know, if uh, if you go to Mount Pelier or Gas City or if you go north into Michigan, we're all pretty close to the same. You might right. run into some two barrels and four barrels, but for the most part, they're all pretty much the same. Gotcha. So uh, you want to promote uh, your uh, big show this weekend, the mid-season uh, championships, before we let you go here? Yeah, yeah. We got our mid-season championship this week, which uh, I think um, we should have a good car count, especially uh, with the sprint cars. I think we'll have a good field. I know it always helps us a ton when GLSS is not racing. We grab a few of them. So we should have a good car count there. Um, then, obviously, we return Thursday with uh, late models and mods for the Summer Nationals. Um I guess to plug them in after that, we come back with next Saturday. We'll have the old timers night, which is kind of a cool night to come. I think we get, I feel like we get a good 20 cars of the old timers to bring their stuff out and show them off, which is a cool thing to always see of, I guess, who started, who started the racing for us. Um, Are those uh, old time cars as well? Yep. Yep. So they bring the, there's some old Butler modified some, you know, the old sprint cars, um, stuff like that, which I actually had one of them. I had the old Brian tire modified and I sold that, which that was kind of a cool piece when I was a young kid in 84 ish. Tim, who are um, some, who are some of the uh, drivers that'll be at your old timers race? 
you know, so you're going to tell me because they're older. They're, they're, they're above me. They're, oh. they're, they're behind me there. I don't really know. Um, Who are some of your friends, you know, Ron? They'll probably show up there. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the first one that comes to my mind is, of course, you know, Hank Flower brings his car here. Right. Oh, yeah, we see him um, at the vintage you know, American race cars. Here. Yeah, you know, so pretty much whoever's with that vintage is all here pretty much. All the vintage cars are here. Okay. Um, that, just, that is a fun just, show I, that they put on. I, I do enjoy watching yep. those guys, and and the, it seems like in recent years they've gotten a little more serious. They they get real racing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they do. I I'd really like to see more of them, which I really think I think really the Brian Tyler car that I had might be the only one that really comes here from the eighties or the old upright mods. Right. Um. That of course that was my era of growing up, but. I always thought those were neat, and I know Bubba's got one that Tom Franham drove, and um, he brings his over sometimes. Um, Schumacher, I've heard, still got his, but he don't bring his over. Some of the little Joe but, Bennett cars have to have survived. Oh, yep, yep, the old little Joe Bennett guy, which I don't know if I've seen that one here, but I remember him. That was that'd be a neat piece to see. Oh, it would. Yeah, I even yep. remember and then we him. Do, yeah. Oh yeah, and then we do follow up the week after that, which would be the last weekend of the month. Um, we're going to have a pretty good sprint car show. Uh, Mark Fell from Fell Steyer and Coldwater um, is putting up some money. He's actually putting a total of 2500 into the sprint car purse. Um, we're going to pay 2500 to win for the sprint cars on the 30th. Nice. So hopefully we can grab a few of those guys. Any uh, any thoughts of uh, doing a one-off race in the winter, kind of like uh, Sandusky Speedway in their hangover race? No. Nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty nope. straightforward. Mid Michigan, no. Mid Michigan's done. Uh, I don't remember what they call it. What do they call it? Snowball, wasn't it? Icebreaker. I no. Mid Michigan used to. They've done it a, a few times. I know. I went up there for one yeah. of those. Doesn't an M forty? Doesn't M forty do something too? I think they Maybe, do. Yeah. So I thought they did a New Year's one or something. I thought I watched it on Facebook. I thought, wow, that looks cold there. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, I'm sitting by my wood burner. You'll just stay where it's warm. All right. Well, yeah. t- well, Tim, we got to get going here. Uh, good luck uh, with the, you. Got a busy week ahead of you here. We we got a busy we got a busy next seven eight days ahead of us, but I think we're prepared for it. I got a good group of guys that help me out stuff, so uh, I think we're prepared and we'll be ready for it. Well, and it's pretty aggressive running Thursday and then turning right back around for a Saturday show. Now you're gonna be tired. It is. Yeah. It's yep. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, Friday's gonna be a long day, so don't call me Friday for an interview because I'll probably decline <laughs> you. All right. <laughs> All right, Tim, uh, good luck on okay. things, and uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll check in with you again. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. you having me on. Thanks, yeah. Tim. See you, Tim. Okay, yep. Take mm-hmm. care. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. Tim Wilbur, the uh, rookie owner-promoter of uh, Butler Motor Speedway. Got a really busy week. With yes, the he does. Summer Nationals coming up uh, next weekend, or next uh, Thursday, week from tonight, as a matter of fact. So. Um. Just got a little bit of racing news to do here. We'll get to our Big D's uh, pizza racing menu, and uh, maybe we'll give away some pizza with how many. And we've got a spinoff. We do. Yeah. Stick around for that. Exciting stuff. Uh, popular open wheel, open wheel racer Terry Babb has uh, died. He was 55 years old. Babb was leading Saturday night's winged sprint car feature at uh, uh, St. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Francois County Raceway. F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S. Francois. It's French. I don't do French. That's why. 
uh, St. Francois County Raceway. When he pulled into the infield, he later succumbed to a, an apparent heart attack. Babb was a, a frequent competitor in the winged and non-winged sprint cars, midgets, and USAC Silver Crown Series. He was uh, the cousin of successful late model racer Shannon Babb. Crazy stuff there. Uh, two-time uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series champion Tyler Reddick will join 2311 Racing beginning in 2024. The team is co-owned, of course, by Denny Hamlin and NBA legend Michael Jordan. Currently fielding Toyotas for Bubba Wallace and Kurt Busch. And my guess is one of those two are not going to be there in 2020. This or isn't for maybe, next year. Or maybe they could go to a three-car I, team. I, I saw an interview to- with him. It didn't sound like that was going to happen. Toyota said... But, Make again, this ha- is a year and a half right. away, so to- to- a lot of things can change. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy did you, stuff. Did there. you see the Kenny then, Wallace interview on that? I did not. Giving his thoughts? No, but there was. Uh, I did read something about uh, that opens up the numbers 3 and 8 for possible Dale Jr. who wants to get into the Cup Series as an owner. Right. Dale Jr. Motorsports. Right. And then and, and those his, were his and numbers. And his sister. And his, yeah. So... Well, a lot, of, a lot of things to be determined there and a lot of time before that happens. So I mentioned uh, Kyle Larson news. we got a couple of things with him. He's not going to be returning to the uh, Chili Bowl Nationals uh, to try and three-peat next January. First not big enough. Despite, this is, this is what he said after he won the first one, and you might remember this. It was a big quote. Uh, quote, sorry, NASCAR, sorry, Daytona, but this is the biggest effing race I've ever won, unquote. Larson uh, stated he's expected, uh, has stated not to expect his name on the uh, next Chili Bowls entry list. Quote, I've spent half of my life going there, but now I've started racing in these other big events against big names, and they just feel like a bigger deal to me than the Chili Bowl. Unquote. That sounds like a slap in the face. Really? Well, and he's been cited as being really displeased with, with the purse. Yeah, yeah, and that's, uh, yeah. Uh, the other thing here is the Wild West shootout at uh, Vado Speedway Park runs the same week as the Chili Bowl in January and has five ten thousand to win prelims and a twenty five thousand dollar to win finale. Whereas, as you mentioned, Chili Bowl just has the ten thousand to win feature. Yeah. So, and, and you've got to run got 50, through that's a seventy five thousand versus ten. And you've got to run through the alphabet soup if you're. If you didn't qualify fast enough. Other Kyle Larson news. Uh, Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet have partnered to launch a new sprint car series next season. It will be called the High Limit Sprint Car Series with a 12-race schedule featuring midweek races paying as much as uh, 50K to win. I think most of them are going to be like 23 to win, 23K. Right. Um, uh, They're kind of following the model that was set by Flow Racing Night in America, Dirt Late Model Series. Yep, with the the midweek races there, uh, the high limit uh, sprint car series will compete on Wednesday or Thursday nights at tracks across America. Not sure I, I'm a big fan of the name. I don't know high limit sprint car series. Probably if you were a poker player, maybe, maybe. you'd understand. And I wasn't the, the logo didn't really do anything yeah. for me too. It was kind of like eh, okay. Um, moving on, let's play uh, how many. Chance to win Big D's Pizza. Uh, how many uh, World of Outlaws uh, were going to be at uh, the Doty on Tuesday, plus the number of late models that were at Montpelier uh, on Wednesday was last week's how many? Right. So 
We had 44 sprint cars at Attica on Tuesday and 29 29. late models last night at Montpelier. And if my math is right, that's 73. Right. You picked 72 last week. I did. So you were off by one. I picked 71, so I was off by We were both close, but you... uh, I was more closer closer than you. You were more closer than I was. Uh, We did have two uh, actually uh, dead-on correct guesses last week. Really? Yeah. So we're going to have to spin the big D's pizza. Somebody trumped me. Somebody did. Two people trumped you, as a matter of fact. So we're going to end up spinning the big D's pizza wheel to determine this week's winner. And those two folks are... Are as soon as the screen flips back here, we'll put that up there. It's going to be between your crew, Robin, chief, your crew chief, Robin Johnson, and Jack Morris. They both picked 73. So here we go. We're going to spin for the Big D's pizza. And All looks right. like Robin Johnson yeah. will be our Big D's Pizza winner. Congratulations, Robin. Hopefully she uh, saves me a piece. So, yeah, congratulations. This week's how many chance to win a Big D's Pizza? How many late models are going to be at Oakshade on Saturday night? Just late the models? Not, just, 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 just late models. You're not I'm at, making it easy. You're not going to put the, the mods in. Do you want to? Yeah, Don't think. put any guesses in yet because we're still stop, deciding stop, what we're stop. doing. Don't put it in. Yeah. Congratulations, Robin. She says woohoo. Um, you want to do a combo? combo? I do. We can, I we can do that. This is a fluid show. We can do that. So I'm going to add plus modified. So how many late models and modifieds? Total. Total. Saturday night at Oakshade Raceway. And I'm only going to give you until 10 a.m. Yeah, because uh, that's when the gates open on Saturday pull, at Oakshade. Yeah. So 10 a.m. Saturday morning is, uh, so if you're listening to us on Spotify or uh, iTunes, whatever, Apple Podcasts, I guess it is now, uh, you have until 10 a.m. to put your guess in, put it in the comments. Just put a number in there, and you're automatically entered to win. You can only guess once. If you guess more than once, you get the black flag. So, again, this is total, total late models plus modifieds. I'm seeing some numbers that don't look very high there. Like, yeah. So, total number of modifieds and late models combined. I don't remember how many we had last year. I do remember years ago we had upwards of uh, 60 late models, 50, yeah. upper 50s. I don't think we're going to see that many this year. I don't. But uh, and, and there, you have to pick first. And there's so. a lot of mods in the area, so. There is. Is Butler running the mods? I forgot to to ask. I think they are. Yeah. So that could take that could cut that down a little bit. Right. Okay. So you got a lot of guesses there. Seventy two was a good number Seven, last week. Going it's going to be seventy two again this week. I'm going to say thirty nine late models and forty one. No, forty forty late models. So I'm going to be at 79. That's where I'm going to be. I'm going high compared to some of these folks. David, how about you? Yeah, we're going to go with an even 80. Even 80? You're going. You're more optimistic than even I. Are we you going to? Are really... you going to be uh, watching? Are you going to be? Uh, yeah, we're watching? going to be there. We're camping out this weekend. Okay. So you could have you... really convoluted it and thrown the super stock. I thought about it. I thought that about, would... it, but we've already oh, we can't yeah, change no, the rules no, now. No, that's fine. <laughs> 
Uh, so there you go. You have until 10 a.m. Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Saturday morning. Put your guests in our uh, Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Probably easier to find uh, our YouTube Live, but uh, either way, uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, you can still get entered. Doesn't doesn't mean you you can't. You just got to do a little extra work. That's all there is to it. Um, this weekend's Big D's Pizza Racing Menu, of course, tonight uh, just got. Uh, supposedly should have just gotten started at Did Eldora. I see Joe Godsey won his heat race? Yes. I did. I read that. Amazing. Last night at Montpelier? No, right now. No. What? Yeah. Some, oh, you won heat, too. Somebody's okay. cheating. It's, it's him. Okay. All right. <laughs> you thought you had his undivided attention. Uh, no, I didn't, really. But uh, tonight, the historical big one at Eldora. That started at 8 o'clock, featuring the World of Outlaw, NAS Energy, Drink, Sprint Cars. Uh, I believe that's uh, 100000 to win. So that's a yeah. pretty big deal yeah. right there. And uh, general admission is $39, but if you're not there already, you're probably not going, so it doesn't matter. Looking ahead to tomorrow night, Limeland Motorsports Park back in action. Uh, with a tribute to uh, Gene Frankhart featuring the NRA 360 Sprint Invaders, UMP Modifieds, Thunderstocks, Gates Open at 430, Racing at 730, General Mission 12 bucks, Eldora uh, with the night before uh, back in action for the third consecutive night of the World of Outlaws. Uh, Gates Open at noon, Racing at 8, General Mission's $34 on Friday. Attica has taken the night off because of the uh, HBO. Historical big one. No, no, be, the nights before. Tonight's the historical big one. Yeah, but they're, it, it's, the, it's the entire They're off because yeah. of the Eldora stuff, because yeah. all the sprint cars are there, yes. Saturday, uh, Oakshade Raceway back in action after taking last week off with the birthday race, summer national finale, or finale. Well, that's an old Not thing. Anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Not for a few years. Uh, summer nationals with the dirt car, uh, UMP late models, and the summit racing modifies. Dominator super stocks in action as well. Gates open at 10 a.m., racing at 7.30, and uh, general admission. This is the big thing on this. So a lot of tracks, 25 bucks for the summer national shows. Right. 14 bucks. They don't raise the price for the uh, the special show. So just 14 bucks will get you a general adult general admission to see the summer nationals. I'm guessing that's probably one of the cheaper tickets on the whole. I'll bet it is. So a uh, pretty cool deal there. And again, the gates uh, open at 10 a.m. And you, for that $14, you can get in the pits. And uh, Sam, Sam Driggers often talks about that to some of the other track promoters. Say, you want to fill the place? Do what Oakshade does. There you go. Um, so, yeah, get there early, meet the drivers, and uh, get, get a good seat. It'll be a good show. Fremont uh, off again because of uh, stuff going on at Eldora. Uh, Sandusky Speedway, they'll have the uh, Modifieds back in action along with North Coast Stock Series, Renegades, Beginner Stocks, Gates Open to 4 Racing at 7. Adult General Mission is 12 bucks at Sandusky. Flat Rock, it's going to be Kids Night there Saturday night. 12 and under will get in free. They get a free hot dog. I think the first 100 get a free T-shirt. It's good to be a kid. Uh, they're going to have an Enduro 250, Street Stocks, Late Model Sportsman, Gates Open at 5. Racing at 7 o'clock at Flat Rock. General admission there, 15 bucks. My Pillar Motor Speedway, uh, they got a pretty quick turnaround after racing on Wednesday. They've had a busy week. Yeah. Raced last Saturday, Wednesday, and then uh, again this coming Saturday. It's going to be the Hornet Buzz. Uh, Super Stock, Street Stocks, and Hornets will be racing for 500 to win. Um, and I believe uh, the Dirt Track Truck Series as well. Gates Open at 4, racing at 722. And then uh, finally, Eldora Speedway wrapping up uh, this weekend's Big D's Pizza Racing Menu with the 39th Annual Kings Royal 
featuring the World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Cars. Gates open at noon, racing at 8 p.m. General admission is only $45 for that. Only. That's it. Uh, other series action, the uh, World of Outlaw case construction late models will be at River City Speedway in North Dakota tomorrow night, Friday night. I-94 Sure Step Speedway on Saturday night. And then the Rumble at the Red Cedar Speedway on Sunday, July 17th. Um, already mentioned the uh, World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Cars. They're at Eldora tonight through uh, Saturday. And then uh, Wednesday, they'll be back in action at Port Royal Speedway in uh, Pennsylvania. Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Series, they will be at, uh, well, they should be at I-70 Speedway right now, as a matter of fact, tonight. Tri-City Speedway in Illinois on Friday. Lucas Oil Speedway in Missouri for the 16th Annual Diamond Nationals on Saturday. Then it's uh, Houston Speedway in South Dakota on Tuesday. I-80 Speedway in Nebraska for the Go 50 a week from tonight on Thursday. So uh, a lot of... A lot of racing action scheduled little, for the Lucas Oil Dirt. A little bit of travel there. A little bit. SRX Series is a, on the dirt at I-55 Raceway in Missouri. That'll be on CBS at 8 p.m. Saturday night. So uh, make sure to get out, support your local dirt track or paved track, your local track, yeah. and set your DVR to record uh, the race there. The NTT uh, IndyCar Series will be in Toronto for the Honda Indy Toronto. That's going to be Sunday. Uh, the 17th at 3 p.m. That'll be on streaming on Peacock. Uh, NASCAR Cup Series. Um, Going to be at uh, New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Same with the Xfinity Series. The Cup Series will be running the Ambetter 301. Sunday, 3 o'clock on USA, the this is the Cran 200 for the Xfinity Series. It's okay. not the Crayola Cran 200. Is Cran, is that a name brand or something? I don't know. I really did want to look into that, but I just like, there was just... The Crayon 200. Whatever. C-R-A-Y-O-N. Crayon. Yeah, Crayon. Uh, that's going to be uh, Saturday, 2.30 on okay. USA. Yeah. Uh, Summer Nationals action. They're at Shady Hill tonight. Farmer City, that makeup show from last Friday. That's uh, tomorrow night, Friday night. Oakshade on Saturday for the birthday race. Then they uh, go over to Wayne County Speedway on Sunday. Thunderbird uh, Raceway up in Michigan on Wednesday, and then Butler Motor Speedway a week from tonight, uh, Thursday night, the 21st. And now it's time for your weekend weather pit stop. Sitting in for Ryan Weekman this week is the professor, Ron Miller. Yeah, it is. How are we looking for the weather? Uh, it's absolutely great, Scott. A uh, little chance of rain on Sunday, but I don't think it's going to greatly affect anything. Uh, that Those rain showers are going to be intermittent through the day. Um Eldora should be just fine. Everybody else is great. I think you're making this up. I am not. Okay. I thought I saw a little chance of rain late Friday, Saturday morning. Just not light a, showers. Not a chance. Okay. Nothing. Not a chance. You heard it here first. Nothing that's going to affect any races. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to affect any races either. So hey, It wouldn't be a birthday race without some rain. Pretty much every year it's rained. It was pretty hot last year. So it rained know. Friday, though. I, I've been watching the full moon and... It, it was full. Just it's not going to be full on Saturday. No, darn it. Oh, no. I, I was thinking, what a fun night it no, would be. No, that, well, that's why you're not <laughs> racing. <laughs> uh, thanks to associate producer Dave Kimmer, contributors Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, Bob Stajak. Um, actually, uh, thanks uh, for, to Matt for helping us out with uh, filling in. Yeah. 
with Tim Wilbur. Thanks to our guest, Tim Wilbur. Dave Gumby Jr., congratulations on that first win. Thank you. Uh, you're not racing this weekend, but next weekend, since you're on the show, you got to get uh, your next win. I'll try. No pressure you, there. You know the deal there. Next week on the show, uh, we're going to speak to figure eight racer Billy Early. And uh, we'll probably have another guest on as well. And two weeks from tonight, um, Gabrielle Grig- Grigsby will be our guest. Female factory stock racer at Toledo Speedway. Among others. Re- related to uh, Daniel Grigsby. Yeah. yeah. Um, no hammer down hotline playback uh, this week. Again, except for telemarketers. I'm about to take that whole number down just because that's all we get now. I need to have my extended car warranty. If you do want to call, leave a message. Uh, feel free to do so. 419-318-3081. 419-318-3081. You can text it. If you don't want to talk, that's fine. Just text it. I don't even think it'll have your name on it. Just a phone number. Really? So, yeah. Do an anonymous so- text. 419-318-3081. Uh, that number is on our website, too. HammerdownRacingReport.com. I thought you were going to say something else. No. Okay. It's time to go home and watch some it, racing. It is. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or any of the other 497 uh, platforms, HammerDownRaceReport.com. All kinds of information there. Uh, make sure to rate and review us. I'm getting sick. I still we need another review on Apple Podcasts because I, there's the Bark Bark Dog one. From oh. like three years ago, that's on there, and it always comes up in my weekly report. I'm like, I just need to see. If a different you're one. listening to us on an Apple podcast, please give us a review. Yeah, even if it's bad, I don't. I just want a different one. That's all I care about. Thanks again to Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ram Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon. Support our sponsors; uh, they make the show possible. And get out and support your local track this weekend. Lots of uh, lots of things to choose from. Got to be a good weekend of racing. Will. So, weatherman says so. Yeah, right there, the professor. Let's get out of here. Go watch some racing tonight. Good night, all. See you next week. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.